0: still can't see the numbers! What's happening, everybody? It is hump day. let we'll stop all the humping. stop the movement. happening? What is happening? Four over eight. Six over eight. Ah, great. How's it going? Yay. Started like Jose said. Going on to the music man. Yeah. Tyler, how's it going, sir? Good. All right. That's where you're at. Uh, I told you got on a plane. i across my feet. So. Oh, don't worry. We'll be talking about some numbers again, or lack thereof. Happy Hunt Day. And, uh, uh, Jose, your boy Bauer, man. What the hell? Tell you he what. Anybody even, uh, who's a Dodgers fan, I mean, Jesus Christ, I can't believe what's happening with that guy right we with Bobblehead, man. What's going on? Travis, DeVoy, Travis, and Peter. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, we'll be doing that today. We'll be doing that uh, member only stream. so if you're not a member, join. Hit the join button, become a member. And I'll, uh, right after this, be to and we'll do a first show. Let's do that. Let's we'll put my brain a little bit. we going on Bongo. We got Paul Smith. What is up? Look at that, it's cool, Ah. See hey, Warner Brothers John Stewart in the flash? What a joke. Oh, I didn't see that, no. Yo, what's going on there, Mr., Mr. Uh, uh-oh. What the hell just happened? Wait, am I still live? <laughs> no, we're good, we're good. <laughs> I was like, for some reason on the, uh, the YouTube, you know, playback, it just like, it went it said an error, and I was like, oh, they got me. They got me. And yes, guys, and you, we, we can thank this guy right here, Mr. Aaron Bailey, for making my new, um, my new little overlay right here that has a little more to it. So thank you, sir, for doing this for me, because, you know, I was just, you know, I was a little busy, and I was like, you know what, let me get somebody who, uh, who does kind of this stuff for, uh, you know, who's talented and has some good stuff. So thank you. Thank you, Mr. Bailey, for creating the uh, the overlay for me. Kind of just like a nice little upgrade from what I had before. Has a lot more to it, so I appreciate it. Sir, what about uh sending the nukes? I know, I was, I was a little worried there. I was like, oh, don't tell me. Do not tell me. It's Because, you know, remember, remember when I had... I don't think I explained this. I think I forgot to tell you guys. Remember when I had different kind of music? I had different kind of music that one time? I don't know if I said it, but yeah. I literally because i'm all about i'm all about you know when it comes to all this i'm, I'm not going to try to rip anybody off i'm not going to try to do this try to do that if there's some i mean if there's some royalty free music where you know it's music that somebody created specifically for people to purchase a license to use like i did with that song my normal song i i straight up went to the site when there's various sites you could do this and i purchased a license for it because hey I wanna respect someone's work. I did that with the other song that I had and I got a copyright strike and it's still, not a strike, but you know, a copyright email. It was, I didn't I didn't get a strike on my channel, but you know, I'm it's still in uh, escrow as YouTube calls it. So that's why I haven't used the other song yet because I'm going, what the hell? And I disputed it saying like, hey, I purchased a license because you know, I'm not gonna just try to rip somebody's shit off. So, but uh, you know, that's what it's all about. Just like I said, I mean, you know, we're all kind of in this together and stuff like that. So, yeah, I always like to uh, promote anybody who's doing some stuff. You're treating yourself? Is that what you're doing? What's going on, Shadow? And we got Mama Film Junkie here, of course. Got Mama Film Junkie, I know. You know what? I haven't actually gone on the, the, the Warner Brothers tour yet. I know. I live, I live like an hour and change out of L.A., and I still have not gone to the Warner Brothers tour yet. Oh, well, I was wanting to go, and then last year happened so i don't know i'm gonna make it for sure this year so yeah but anyways yeah going back to uh going back to all that man i mean jose yeah i i just i read today that you know mr bauer he's gonna be he was gonna they 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 suspended him for like a week or a a week of absence and then uh and then uh and then of course um they took away the bobblehead night, and I'm almost like going, wow, that is insane to me. I can't believe that, you know, with everything that's happening with uh, you know, with Mr. Bauer and the Dodgers, you know, and stuff like that. And uh <laughs> when you read those text messages, you kind of go, What the hell? What's going on, darling? What are you doing? Uh just kind of crazy, kind of crazy, but stupid giants ended up losing last night, of course, which I'm like, come on. ah." Uh, so I don't know. Yeah, you know it's serious. I know when they take away the bobblehead. And that's what sucks because when you read the messages that got released, it's like um she was totally all into it. I mean, I think I mean to me I think he probably should have like pumped the brakes a little bit. I mean, sadly, I mean you have to do that. You have to uh you have to vet. You definitely have to vet. If you're in the limelight, if you're a professional athlete, if you're a celebrity, any kind of celebrity and you plan on just, you know, having a An intense hookup vet it because we're in a different kind of society now, and you could just lose your life. And I hope that doesn't happen to him. I really I hope it doesn't happen to him because uh it's kind of effed up, but uh we'll see what happens, anyways. Uh yeah, it's it's that's crazy, but uh all right, guys. I appreciate you uh, clicking in, of course. Hit that like thumbs up, please. Uh, like I said, hit that join button. I'll be doing a uh, post-show uh, stream for you members, so you, can, you guys can pick my brain a little bit. We could talk a little bit for you know. I try to do it 20-30 minutes after, so it's always a lot of fun talking to you members out there. Which of course I always see a lot of you. Innocent, until, yeah, yeah, innocent till proven guilty, but it's it seems like it's reversed sometimes now, huh? Yeah, yeah, revet it or regret it. Hey, I like that, Paul. Put that on a T-shirt right there. That'll be on a T-shirt. And if you want some T-shirts like this one right here, the Keaton T-shirt with the uh, awesome 85, 89, I said 85, 89 Batman logo down below in the Film Junkie Closet. Actually, you know what? I can pull that up. I haven't pulled that up in a little bit. But yeah, if you guys want to get some merchandise, uh, I'm still going to be adding some more, of course, shirts in here and everything got the exclusive o shirt and all that the metalhead shirt film junkie vodka stream of course there's the keaton shirt right there flashpoint uh green lantern cores i don't have my background up oops yeah put that background up always forget to do that there we go all right so yeah if you want to do that go for it and then of course you know if you want to join the Patreon, you can uh, join the Patreon. See what I'm working on. Try to give that, and then of course we'll we're going to be doing a Patreon stream this uh, Saturday. Not sure the time yet. I'll let you guys know. And then of course right after this, I'm going to let you guys know what's happening on the Vodka Stream. So all the patrons, you're going to know. You're gonna you're gonna get. Um, I'm going to let it be known what's uh, who's the guest on the Vodka Stream this um, this um, this Friday. That's right. looks like it looks like it's going to be a double shot and then possibly even more. I don't know. It's going to get it could get a little crazy. So you patrons out there, uh, keep your uh, keep your eyes peeled for all that. So hopefully you guys had a good day, Um, had a pretty normal day and everything. Uh, Fly situation has gotten better. I mean, I tell you what, it is crazy. Remember yesterday, I was telling you guys how, you know, after just being gone just for the week and all of a sudden, flies made it back into the house because it's summer and that's what happens. But last night, I mean, I, last night I was on a, Oh, I had a rag and I was on a tirade. I was just, yeah, I was just, whoosh, whoosh, I was just whipping it all, man. I was just killing them left and right. And then today on my break, I went to, I went to Rite Aid and I picked up some fly spray and yeah. So now it's, it was on like, it was, it was on, it was on, it was a massacre. I was like, okay, we're doing this. We're doing this. And, uh, yep. So I've been killing flies Been killing flies, man. The fly was the coho, I know it really was, man. But as you can see, I have not, you don't see me going, <laughs> this is what happened guys. Okay. I'm going to, sh- I'm going to tell you a funny story what happened last night. And it sucks because I'm like, oh God. So I'm watching the Giants game, okay, and I watch it right here on my computer because for some reason with Chromecast and the MLB app it gets a little wonky. I don't know why, but for some reason if you try to cast a baseball game on your MLB app to the TV on my t- at least with me on my Chromecast at about the fifth inning, sixth inning or so it starts to just you know skip and jump and everything like that. So I just put it on one of my either my laptop or my uh desktop you know whatever one i'm you know, if, I, if i'm working on my desktop i'll put on my laptop you know it's whatever so i'm just sitting here watching the game it's a close game sadly the fucking giants lost but at least the dodgers lost too so and uh, i go take a drink what do i feel in my mouth a fly jeez so immediately pfft, a fucking spit take all over my keyboard and my laptop's keyboard yeah, that was fun. So that's why I was like, all right. That's why I went on a I went on a mission last night to just like wipe them all out. Oh man. Dude, I I yeah, because I didn't even pay attention. Didn't even pay attention. And when I went to take a sip, I felt it on my tongue, guys. On my tongue. It's horrible. Absolutely horrible. But what can he do? Yeah, that was absolutely uh, horrible, man. Horrible. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, but I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know, I'm part frog now. Ah, geez. I tell you what. Yeah, so that was fun. So then I had to clean all that up, and yeah, that's that's why I was like, all right, no more, uh, no more effing around, guys. It's time. It's time. It is time. It was time for me to like, all right, tomorrow I was like, I'm getting some fly spray because this is ridiculous. I don't know how they, it's just, you know. All year, it's fine, and then all of a sudden, it gets hot, and somehow they're just like, "Hey, we're going to go inside now." It's ridiculous, but what's going on, Legend? How you doing? All right, guys. But uh, yeah, appreciate you clicking and doing all that stuff. Yeah, it's gross. Get a bug zapper. <laughs> uh, I have window screens. Yeah, I have window screens. All all of my windows. I don't know how it happened. There's probably I don't know if there's something I don't know. Like I said, it was I I was. I had, I noticed when it got hot, they started getting in and then, uh, there wasn't many and I pretty much got them all, you know, just swiping them. And then when I was gone pretty much all weekend, somehow they made it in again. But I think I, uh, I think I've got that. What's going on, Mr. Everts? How you doing, sir? Javier, what's up? All right. So yeah, just talking about my lovely little fly story. Gotta love it. You gotta love it, anyways. So, uh, yeah, guys, uh, make sure you uh, do all that stuff I said before, and I surely would appreciate it. All right, let's go. Uh, let's see here. Let's uh, let's let's see. i got tabs open like crazy. All right, let's uh, let's go to the tweets. Let's go to the tweets. All right, let's go to the tweets. Oops, forgot to uh, share the audio just in case there's some video. We got to listen to here. All right, let's go to the tweets. All right, so, uh, all right, we're gonna have fun with this. Um, I uh gave some top my top four my top four choices for uh Zack Snyder's Rebel Moon. We'll, We'll be going uh, we'll be going over that at the end of the uh, at the end of the day here. So, uh, and then uh, DC Verso here. Let's go through these. Because apparently DC Verso was getting like a bunch of images of Titans. Um of a lot of Titan stuff. Like there's Barbara right there. So we got like new images from Titan season threes. three. Season three? Yeah. Um, yeah, we got all that, of course. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Where are that? He had like they had like a bunch of like images right here from Titans. New images, of course. We got Starfire and Blackfire right here looking pretty good, looking pretty awesome. But yeah, there's a lot of like, uh, we got Bruce Wayne, we got Barbara, we got Dick, good old Dick. And then of course, Jason right there. But yeah, they're posting a bunch of that. Got a little Alan Richardson, Rich, Richson. And then, you know, this is the only picture that I, you know, I mean, my God, it's Mika Kelly. How can he not just stare at her? She's too, she's too, she's too, she's, she's so beautiful. She's ugly. My God. I mean, she's just, yeah, it's too much. It's too much. She's too gorgeous. Okay, then we, go, so we got Superboy, Mr. Joshua Orpin. I, don't, I never knew his name. And then, of course, she's also beautiful, too. She's got very pretty eyes. Donna Troy. Of course, Connor Leslie. Yeah, we all knew she was coming back. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sadly, she had that sad little fate at the end of season two, right? Yeah, Scarecrow looks homeless. He does. Well, he's in prison. Obviously, you could tell he's... Uh, He's in prison right there. He's got the uh, underneath his little shirt right there. So, and of course, you got Ryan Coogler right there. So, and then look at her. She's got an upgrade too. Taking Croft. Yeah. Oh, there. Up, up. Wow. Oh, Jeez. One left. You survived, you motherfucker. I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna get you. Yeah. One survived. One survived. I see you. I see you. I see you. I see you. Jeez, man. Yeah, yeah. You, oh, I got the spray. Where's the spray? <laughs> you see me kill some flies live on a live stream? Jeez. Yeah, but there you go. So yeah, one fly left, guys. Damn it. I got them. All, but oh well. Anyways, hipsters. Yeah, hip, yeah, right. Hipster scarecrow. <clears throat> How dare me? um you know for some reason i just i don't know i just like this image of these two together right there yeah fly lives matter shut up uh make sure you don't have any food around dave They—they'll the legs i don't have any food there's no food around trust me you know the past couple of days, especially when I knew that like, they were around, I was like, all right, yeah, eat my food quickly. That's for sure. But I love this right here. I don't know why. I, and I want to, you know, Alex, who posted this on Twitter, I'm totally with you. I'm going, yes, in my head, Canon 2, they are in the same universe. Why not? You know, it's only what, like uh, 11 years apart? Yeah, they're very well. Obviously, can st- be, uh, you know, the Christopher Reeves Superman can live in the same universe as the keaton you know and i kind of wonder is the flash gonna ever you know are they gonna like uh mention that at all i don't know who knows i guess we'll find out here's a cool video right here this guy literally threw a fireball at this thing to cook some food talk about talent look at this watch this look at that. The stupid, stupid people around stupid people over there didn't even give a shit. God, what the hell's up with that? Yeah, literally and no one cared except for the person who was filming it. I don't know. I thought that was cool. Mr. Alex Lobo making a little uh, you know, Zack Snyder to the moon right here. This is pretty cool. I love <laughs> Taco Burger. Well, wow, that's interesting. I like the the font and everything like that. So Obviously, with the news yesterday of uh, Zack Snyder's Rebel Moon happening. And then if, uh, you know, I mean, back in 2013, January of 2013, Vulture of all people, um, they talked about this. They talked about Zack Snyder's Star Wars. Zack Snyder is developing a Star Wars film outside the new trilogy, updated. Look at that. So they were talking about this back. I mean, Jesus Christ, this was, what, eight years ago. Oh, yeah. Eight and a half years ago, they were talking about this. Yeah. Pretty crazy. So I'm just saying. Yeah. Vulture takes uh, the accuracy of its reports very seriously. And while a piece published in the Hollywood Reporter this uh, evening, quotes Snyder's rep as saying that the director is not involved in any way with the new Star Wars. Vulture stands by its story. Yeah. This reporter heard. Yeah. I mean, they were just kind of getting in. They were kind of letting know, letting it, letting it be known about the uh, the first little details when it came to this. Back in November, the Los Angeles Times wrote that Man of Steel and 300 director Zack Snyder said he had no interest in directing a a hotly um, anticipated seventh Star Wars film. But Vulture has learned that while this may be specifically true, he won't be doing Episode Seven. It was a bit of a misdirection. He is, in fact, developing a Star Wars project for Lucasfilm that is set within the series Galaxy. Though parallel to the next trilogy, it will be an an as-yet-untitled Jedi epic loosely based on Akara Kurosawa's 1954 classic Seven Samurai, with the Ronin and Katana being replaced by the Force-wielding knights and their iconic lightsabers. Oh, so we're already, see, like I told you guys, it's going to be heavy in the Jedi. It's going to be heavy in the sword fighting, the futuristic sword fighting. So, yeah, it was even reported back here. It's not clear just where Snyder's untitled Jedi film would fall within Star Wars chronolo- lology, chronolo- chronology. God, I can't even talk sometimes. You know I me. Mean, chronology. Um... But one insider expects it will not be considered part of the numbered episodes, but rather a standalone film set sometime post-episode, what, six events, meaning the next phase of the franchise development in much broader than previously thought for those unfamiliar with Karo Sawa's influential Seven Samurai, So yeah, they were reporting it back then. So it's going to be interesting what he does. I know, it's going to be so great. Could be interpreting to, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so can't wait for that. <laughs> oh, I know. I should make my mom a mod. I don't know why I haven't. I know. Isn't that sad? My bad. Sorry, Mom. I'll make you one. Um, and then, yeah, look how, many times, look how many times they try to go after Joe Rogan. Spotify employees w- reportedly raised concerns over Joe Rogan's podcast, deemed transphobic. Spotify employees have flagged the content of the Joe Rogan experience for review. Uh, Spotify is quietly removing more of Joe Rogan's podcast after some employees reportedly threatened to strike. Spotify staff reportedly outraged by Joe Rogan's show. This is the recent one right here. So they keep on saying that Spotify is not happy with Joe Rogan, which I don't think that's the case. It's just kind of funny how Joe Rogan always in that spotlight right there. We'll talk about that. And hey, check it out, guys. All right, so we got some Shazam images that are coming out couple of them right here. Apparently, um, I don't know what's gonna, I don't know exactly what's happening, but I I will just say this costume is just night. It's just, it's such an upgrade. It really is such an upgrade. So, and then apparently he gets a little toasted right here when it comes to that, when it comes to the scene, I'm not sure what's happening, but you got a, you got a truck that is overturned right here. So I'm not sure what's going on, but yeah. And then uh, something's happening right here. He's going to wield some fucking lightning because you could see it lit up right here. So good goddamn stuff. So, yeah, some Shazam action happening right now with Shazam 2, Fury of the Gods. Yeah, numerous. And then there was like there was even um there was even some um, set photos where people were basically showing uh him like running past people and everything like that it was uh let's see not that that's not what i wanted to click No, ah crap okay hold on i just lost my spot i want to get back to it do you know how to twitter i know how to twitter hey stella baxter thank you for becoming a new member appreciate it welcome welcome to the uh welcome to the family (laughs) ah vin diesel does it better doesn't he um but yeah welcome to the welcome to the family so uh i think dc verso actually had some more gotta be careful with those though yeah there's even like a video of stuff you know he was running past people apparently i don't know he's holding i'm not sure exactly what he's holding it looked like some kind of i don't know what that exactly is but yeah he was holding something so when it comes to shazam and uh And some of the set photos. I'm just wondering what the hell happened here. He got zapped pretty damn good right there. And, uh, yeah, people wearing their masks, of course, being (laughs) safe. Um, So, yeah, I'm not sure exactly what's happening in this scene, but I don't know. I'm just wondering why the costume is a little torched. It's interesting. Very, very interesting. So, yeah, so there's that. I don't know. Shazam 2 looking pretty good, the costume at least. We'll see what happens. Are the costumes, I should say. But uh yeah, pretty sure that's yeah, it is a fan. You, know, you think that's a fan running after him? And the uh you don't think that's like a, you don't think that was like somebody who might have been like a part of the crew? Could be. I don't know. But yeah, I'm just kind of curious of why why his costume is partly torched and you know, you got interesting. It's got little eh. It's interesting. Like I said, he looks—he does—he definitely does look like a dodgeball. Like they took a, a dodgeball and they just made a suit out of it. You know, yeah, I don't know if anybody you know remembers uh, that from school, from gym class, playing dodgeball. But that's what the suit kind of looks like. It, it's definitely a very dodgeball-like texture. But I like it. Oh, I like the texture. I really, I really like. I mean, I think when it came to Man of Steel, like I said, when that when it was revealed. The Man of Steel costume. A lot of people were talking about that texture. The texture. I mean, that means a lot. I mean, you you can't just have like the straight up tights anymore. You got to have something to it, you know. Especially if it's like a magical suit or something or an alien suit. You have to have it a little more, a little more texture to it. I love the fact that this costume, even though the last costume did too, but at the same time, you know, it's still this one. I think is just so much better because it's more. It's not as padded as. I guess you could say it's not as padded as the previous suit. So I'm really digging the fact that, you know, they're using more. I mean, it seems like they're using more of uh, Zachary Levi's body. So Uh, he just had to roid it up. That's all. Anyways. All right. Black Adam did it. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Shazam was hot. Yeah. Shazam definitely was awesome. And then here's, here's a, here's a good tweet right here, guys. (laughs) Here's a great tweet. I can hold rage in my heart for Tarantino, Zack Snyder, Christopher Nolan, Denai Gunier, and Brian De Palma and their boring little fanboys and still have space to hate Donald Trump, Bill Cosby, and Harvey Weinstein. I'm a woman living in 2021. We're always angry. There you have it, folks. There's the tweet of the year right there. Jesus Christ. Yeah, film Twitter. That's right. She probably thought long and hard about this one, too. She was like, oh, yeah, how can I group, you know, how can I group these uh, directors together with Donald Trump, Bill Cosby and Harvey Weinstein? How can I group them together somehow? And she somehow did it. I'm sure she was sitting on this tweet for a half a day, you know, just kind of waiting for the opportune time to post that right there. So, yeah, there you go. Jesus Christ. ugh, Gotta love that. My God. And uh, here's another good one from Mr. Fear Jason. Another uh, good meme. I know we went over the uh, Vin Diesel family memes last night. It's good stuff. And hey, congratulations to Jessica Henwick again. Not only is this woman showing up in a lot of big movies, but she's also going to be uh, cast as the lead role in Adult Swim's anime series for Blade Runner. Blade Runner, Black Lotus. So yeah, I don't know if anybody... If you guys knew that, yeah, Blade Runner is actually going to be getting a new uh, anime series on Adult Swim. So, and you could recognize some of the other names in there your Wes Bentley, your Josh, Josh Brunel's. Yeah. But uh, good for her, man. She's just killing it, man. She is killing it right there. And look at this. You want to talk about family? Here you go. Toretto, the movie. To beat the fastest cars, he became the fastest car. There you go. So, <laughs> good job, awful fan-made movie posters. Good job. Follow this uh, Follow this uh, Twitter handle. It's good stuff. Uh, and then, uh, yes, rest in peace. We lost another one today, um, another filmmaker. Uh, you guys probably saw this today, but Robert Downey Sr. He uh, died today, so uh, may he rest in peace. I mean, he was more of an indie director, wasn't really... I mean, he's probably best known, of course, being the, the father of Robert Downey Jr., but uh, yeah, um, I don't have a glass, obviously, So, but cheers. Raise one up for him if you have one, so there you go. And then, uh, let's see, yeah, there was like this joke tweet, this joke tweet right here. Yeah, some people thought it was real, uh, definitely not, but uh, you know, we're going to talk about Tarantino later on in the show. Uh, we'll talk about what he had to say about, you know, Zack Snyder's Just League, but somebody put this right here and I was just like, I was like, huh, was there any, uh, bare feet in the movie? And yeah, there was bare feet. There was male bare, bare feet from Barry Clark. And of course, of course, Arthur, but I was like, is there any female bare feet? Because we all know that, that Tarantino likes to feed, but yeah, some people were kind of fooled by this <laughs> kind of fooled by that. It was kind of funny, but yeah, it's good stuff. It's funny stuff. And then, yeah, uh, like I said, like I told you guys yesterday, I started, uh, I'm going to be, and just like with every show, I'm just going to kind of divide, bringing back the film junkie shots for individual videos. So, yeah, I talked about, of course, the Will Smith dead shot suicide squad. I know some people were pushing back because he's like, well, he shot that one movie. And I'm like, again, again, guys. Yes, Will Smith did, yeah, he did shoot something probably during the same time, but it's like, again. You know, you have this, uh, you know, comic book movie, possible blockbuster. Will Smith, if he's going to return, you're going to make time. You're going to, you know, the whole scheduling conflicts, I just, I don't buy it. I still don't buy it because, you know, and I told you guys yesterday, from what I gathered, he was pretty much going, hey, Ayer's not involved. Well, sorry about that. What the hell? Sorry, my little light down here turned off. But yeah, so... You know, I cut out that video, but I know some people push back and stuff like that. But yeah, Dave doesn't have a glass. Yeah, I know. I don't have a glass today. I don't drink every day, guys. Come on. Not that much of an alcoholic, just a little bit. Anyways. Yeah. So I divided up some of that. And then, of course, I watched uh, Loki today. So that was good. It was a good episode. Uh, We got one more. One more. One more episode. And then uh, 32, 32 years ago today... Lethal Weapon 2 was released. And then, yes, Zack Snyder posted about this. All right. So, obviously, we have Army of Thieves. Um... That's going to be coming out later this year, which is the prequel, of course, to Army of the Dead. And Snyder decided, hey, let me just uh, post a little bit about this today. So, yeah, we're getting fed a lot of good Snyder stuff recently, guys. So we had, of course, the announcement of uh, Rebel Moon yesterday. And now we got some more stills. We got some stills that are happening today. The tattoo on this dude's arm is going to be significant for some. There's going to be some significance to it. Okay? Okay. Going to be some significance to the Roman numerals on his arm, I'm sure of it. Something's going to happen. I love the fact that Dieter is uh, right in the middle of two larger gentlemen. It's funny. It's whatever. You know, obviously he's more of the, uh, you know, smaller type. So, but I guarantee you, there's going to be some kind of significance right there already. And even uh, you look at this dude right there, his necklace. He's got something. I don't know if that looks like a goat or some kind of. I don't know, some kind of animal that's around his neck. I'm sure that's going to be significant as well. Remember, guys, this is a Zack Snyder film. Every little detail probably means something. I mean, all the way down to Dieter's fucking buttons right there. Why is only two of them? Why is only two of them buttoned up, huh? What does that mean, Zack? What does it mean? I'm sure it means something. But I'm sure that tattoo probably de- definitely means something or something. I don't know. But, um, Yeah. Then we got this image right here, of course, a familiar sight. Look at that safe. That safe looks insane. So how many, how many right there? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So we got seven, seven combinations that Dieter has to look at right here. So hmm. That's interesting. I mean, that's gotta be a lot harder to listen to with all, you know, it's all three, you know, 3D and popped out. I mean, the one in Vegas was like your it st- was like pretty standard. But this one, this one looks like a fucking, that's like architecture right there. That just, that's, that's a piece of art right there. So, and I'm sure that all that means something, of course. It's all going to be significant to the Army universe, the Army Snyderverse. It's going to mean something like that. Okay, and then look at that. And we got a different safe right here. So, yeah, this time it's obviously... Dieter's wearing something different. We got what's her name. Uh, I, I don't remember her name right now. Off the top of my head, I know she was in Game of Thrones as well as she was in, uh, I don't know, the last two or three Fast. Fast. I think she was in the last two Fast uh, movies, right? Fast saga movies. The worst ones. <clears throat> yeah, that's okay. Her character was likable. But yeah, look at this. Look at this symbol right here, guys. Okay, I'm just saying. Look at that symbol right there. That's uh that's that's showing time loops. That's showing time loops right there. Okay. Shit. Okay, I should have probably I wish I could zoom it in, but that's showing that symbol right there. Okay, remember I've told you guys that the Snyders, Debbie and Zach, were into dark. The if you go on Netflix, watch the series dark. This symbol right here plays a big part in the series dark. It really does. So I'm just saying that's indicating. Things looping together. Multiverse stuff. Just saying. Okay. And then uh, more of the group right here. As we can see. And I don't think there's really anything significant right here. There's a Rubik's Cube down here. I don't know why, but there's a Rubik's Cube. Maybe that means something. Who knows? But, yeah. Just looks like it's in some kind of, of course, van. Because we got some guy back here. And, uh, yeah. So, there you go. Here you go. There's your uh, army of thieves right there, guys. Come up with your own conclusions. Yeah. People were hating hard on this today, asking why they gave uh, the annoying character his own movie. The annoying character? The annoying character. Dieter, the annoying character that That just upsets me right here i had a I had to get back to full screen to show how it's upset I am about that because I mean obviously uh um, uh what's his name <laughs> I'm like totally drawn a blank Dieter being come on van obviously was my favorite character, but both of them together I mean we wanted to see a future project with both of them buddy movie right there. I can't believe people actually said that Jose. That, that hurts. Come on. Dieter's great. He's great. He's going to be opening the doors into the uh, the infinite world right there. Total face bomb. Yeah. I know. I, oh, yeah. I sh- totally should do the face. I mean, that's if they're actually upset about that today. Yeah, I'll definitely just fucking show that. too. <laughs> Anyways. All right. Moving along. And of course, did that, did those. And that's pretty much it. That's pretty much it when it comes to the tweets, guys. Thumbs to the tweets. All right, so let's talk about All right, let's talk about um the subjects today. So first off, Warner Brothers, DC Films not yeah, okay, Warner Brothers, DC Films and Marvel Studios not showing up to Comic-Con this year. Is anybody Is anybody really shocked by this? I don't think anybody's actually shocked by this because Why would you be shocked by this? Because we got DC fandom, we got Marvel doing their own thing. And then of course COVID and everything, pretty much COVID killed Comic-Con, I think. Um, You hate to hear it. You hate to see it. But at the same time, it's just doesn't seem like Comic-Con is, I mean, they lost the two biggest movie studios. I mean, I'm sure they're going to have still other things and maybe, but Comic-Con is pretty much uh, done for. I know. I don't know what Sony's doing. If Sony is uh, still going to go, I don't know. That's really, I, I, I couldn't tell you on that one, but yeah, geez. But yeah, here we go, guys. Here's the article right here. Um, you yeah, know, this was announced today. I, well, one of the stupidest things that they announced was the fact that it was going to be around. Isn't it going to be around the, like the Thanksgiving holiday? You know, the Thanksgiving weekend? Why would anybody? Why would anybody want to do that? That's time for spending with family. That's the holidays. That's the start of the holidays, you know? The holiday season. Why would you want to put Comic-Con down there? It just didn't really make sense. Um, oops. So here's the uh, article right here. Get out of here. Disney's Marvel Studios, Warner Brothers DC Films, to skip San Diego Comic-Con at home. Yeah, I mean, obviously it wasn't going to be anywhere, but still. So it says exclusive. Nothing beats trotting out your theatrical film slate with stars before a live audience of... 65K or 6,005K roaring attendees at the San Diego Convention Center's Hall H. I know, is Hall H even going to be a thing anymore? Remember how exciting Hall H was? Remember how much anticipation we had for Hall H? Yeah, that's not happening anymore. Sadly, it's not happening anymore. Uh, MCU series, uh, let's see. As such, it shouldn't come to shock to hear that Disney's Marvel Studios films and MCU series won't be putting, an appearance, uh, putting in an appearance during the virtual edition of Comic-Con, nor will Warner Bros. DC films. We're still waiting to hear of Sony's Marvel titles, Spider-Man no Way, no Way Home, which technically you know is a Disney co-production, Venom, Let There Be Car- uh, Carnage, and of course Morbius will make any kind of online splash to SDCC. For Warner Brothers, it's reps, it's reps their uh, third year in a row that the studio's film division is skipping Comic-Con. Yeah, pretty much ever since, uh, ever since the Justice League days, guys, Uh, Warner Brothers has kind of just kind of skipped it. Yeah. I mean, they put so much effort. Remember how, I mean, again, how awesome was those Hall H's when it came to, uh, when it came to Man of Steel, when it came to especially Batman versus Superman, and then leading up to Batman versus Superman, that Comic-Con trailer, holy shit. And then of course, when Justice League, the first round was there, I mean, holy shit. Again, that trailer went bonkers as well. <laughs> so yeah, it's kind of sad. Featuring studio was uh, July. The last time was July, t- 2018 with Gal Gadot and uh, director Patty Jenkins, who offered up an early peak at Wonder Woman 1984 with Marvel soaking up all the limelight in 2019 with the enormous announcement of their Phase 4 feature and Disney Plus series plans with arguably every single top-notch cast member in tow from Internals, Shang-Chi, and The Legend of the Ten Rings, Black Widow, WandaVision, and more. Warners opt to head to Brazil's Comic-Con in December of that year to rally Wonder Woman 84 and Birds of Prey, which that was a good, that definitely was A good Comic-Con. I mean, I think Warner Brothers DC does better. I mean, it seems like there's like a better, a little bit of a better audience, I guess you could say in Brazil, but yeah. Uh, On the TV side, Warner Brothers, Warner uh, Warner Brothers TVs uh, will have DC's Legend of Tomorrow participating at this year. So yeah, they're still going to have the TV stuff, but yeah, no film stuff. Also word is that DC publishing division will have a presence at San Diego Comic-Con at home. Now, Warner Brothers has their DC Fandom. That's why they're not doing it, of course. Again, on October 16th, for the second year in a row, last year they held a virtual presentation of their DC TV shows and films, including teasers and cast panels for Batman, Black Adam, Wonder Woman 1984, and Justice League: The Snyder Cut. Still, still to be determined if Fandom will be an in-person will be in person. I don't think it's going to be in person. I think that's what DC did right. And that's where Comic-Con and Home should have taken their template because, let's face it, DC Fandom last year was awesome. This year, probably going to be awesome again. So they should have just took taken that template. So in the recent years, Warner's has also launched fanboy stuff at film festivals, i.e. The Joker, blasted off at the 2019 Venice Film Festival and TIFF. And the studio's legendary sci-fi feature, Dune, will do the same this year. Yeah, apparently it's going to be tiff apparently there was like a japanese trailer that was released today wasn't exactly super new for dune but it still was pretty cool uh given the pandemic this will be the second year that marvels uh, a no-go at san diego comic-con disney has been taking advantage of the investor days yeah the last being in december to shoot their wires uh, out of a cannon yeah pretty much the investor day is pretty is their comic-con now The live edition of San Diego Comic-Con will be November 26th to 28th, the post-Thanksgiving frame. It's still early, so we'll see if either Marvel Studios or Warner Bros. shows up. Then, when reached, Warner Bros. and uh, DC's Marvel provided no comment. No comment. They're not showing up. They're not showing up, guys. It's not happening. It's just not happening. So, definitely not happening. And uh, Mr. Meg Stella Baker, Baxter, sorry, not Baker's Baxter um what stella baxter thank you what the hell sorry i just i saw two emails but stella baxter thank you for uh joining the patreon i think if we'd be a patron but i saw another email that went what the hell um <laughs> anyways uh fandom is gonna be so oh Yeah, ha- F- fandom is gonna be great again i mean last year uh my god so good so good. I just, I hope there's like going to be some kind of announcement. I, I expect there's going to be the second trailer for the Batman. Probably going to be some teaser footage for Black Adam, Shazam, uh, The Flash. Even though we kind of saw the leaks and shit like that. I don't know if that was... I still think that was probably maybe planned for CinemaCon. I don't know. I don't know what's going on with CinemaCon this year. So you got me. But yeah, Comic-Con is just... Well, I mean, Comic-Con did start off by just talking about comics. It was all about comic books. They're still going to have plenty of that and some other content. But, yeah, it just went to a whole different level when it came to the movies. You know, like I said, Hall H was like the main thing right there. So, yep, I don't know what happened with all that. So, yeah, what the hell that didn't come in? That didn't populate. That's weird. All right, so I don't know why I didn't. I guess I didn't hit save, but let's talk about this right here, guys. We want to talk about talk about Charles Roven. Obviously, you guys know who Charles Roven is, right? You, some of you guys were talking about him. Charles Roven talks about Snyder cut numbers and your cut. There, hit save this time. There we go. All right, so Charles Roven talks about Snyder cut numbers and aircut. cut. So, uh, Mr. Sean O'Connell and the cinema blend guys got to speak with Charles Roven. And, uh, he talked about, you know, when it comes to Snyder cut numbers and, uh, well, I mean, let's face it. I mean, as much as we want to, as much as we want to hear the numbers and hopefully he had those numbers, you still can't see the numbers. You still can't see the numbers guys. He hasn't even seen the numbers. That's what's insane by this. That's what's pretty much, uh, what's crazy about this. All right. So here's the article right here. Boop. All right. So justice league's producer still doesn't know how the Snyder Cut did on HBO max. Jesus Christ. So here's the quote right here. There still seems to be some ambiguity. And uh, amb- I can, man, I, I am a uh, switching my, uh, words today about how much and uh, don't get me wrong. I'm really happy that Zack Snyder was finally able to get his vision out there in the way that he wanted to, and it was a great thing that the fans voiced that to help make that happen. Uh, yeah, but there seems to be some ambiguity. I can't say that word for some reason. I don't know. I get marble mouth on that, but you guys know what the word is. Yeah, uh, about whether or not that was was from WarnerMedia's point of view a win at least. I've not been able to figure it out. I've heard different things about the streaming numbers, right? You have some independent companies that actually give some streaming figures and they vary. They vary. Yeah, we've seen those numbers from your, what is it? The, uh, um, I forgot which uh, which um, metrics we're looking at. We're looking at like one for that, that looks at all the streaming services and everything. I mean, you look at it all and uh, what is it? um what was that one that uh, that that we were looking at the most that that came out first that was kind of breaking everything down but yet it was all smart tvs it wasn't it wasn't any tablets wasn't any streaming or uh streaming on on phones or or um or anything like that it's just it's just crazy so it's hard to understand the reality of what really happened i know a lot of people really really liked zach's version And, uh, obviously the, alma maters uh, of that viewers, uh, feelings were whether it's rotten tomatoes or cinema score or the critics, they've all touted it as a really that it being really great, but we really haven't heard anything in particular from Warner brothers. They certainly haven't said, said it was bad, but they haven't said it was really great. So there you go. China numbers got debunked too. Yeah. God, man, it's just crazy. So pretty much what we're looking at here, folks, is not even Charles Rovin knows what's going on. Or he was told not to say anything. Who knows? That's just, it's just, God, that just, that's just that's, that irks you right there. So he doesn't even know if it was, you know, a win or a lose. I don't know. I don't get it. I just don't get it. Dave, do you think they'll release the numbers of the blu release? release? I, I don't know, Paul. I hope they would. I really hope they would, but, geez, I don't know if they will. Uh, why would Charles Robin know the number? He's just a producer. Yeah, why would he know that? He's just a producer on the film, that's all. That's all. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, man, it's absolutely crazy that they don't know the number, that he doesn't know the numbers, but, you know, what do you expect? What do you expect? They, they don't... To to me, I always think that the reason why they're not releasing any numbers is because it did well. To me, it's because it did well. That's just me, though. I could be wrong, but I don't think I'm wrong because, again, of how much the the hashtag Restore the Snyderverse trended after it came out. Brad Paisley, again, I'll always talk about Brad Paisley, tweeted out Restore the Snyderverse. People liked it, obviously. We know that. I think what what could have hurt it a little bit was the fact that it was exclusively on HBO Max and that was just in America. Um, Yeah, but then again, there was other, obviously, various different streaming services where you could have watched it. But it's all just it's all just pretty crazy. And you know, the Snyder still don't know the numbers. Nobody still knows the numbers. But to me, it's Warner Brothers hiding the numbers because they don't the egos the egos that they have the egos that are part of this company still. Don't want to reveal the numbers, release the Snyder Cut numbers. Let's use that hashtag. They don't want to release it because why would they? It's going to make them look bad because obviously they made the wrong choice when it came to what they did with his Justice League. Ugh. And that's not even it, guys. Then, um, you know, Cinema Glenn O'Connell asked him about the air cut. That's right. What's happening with the air cut? Because it's like, hey, you guys obviously have a new Suicide Squad movie coming out. What about the previous one, you know, that, you know, if the Snyder cut did well. What about the Ayer cut? And he said, I don't know because I haven't had any direct com- communication with Warner Brothers about it. I know that David wants an opportunity to do that and we just have to see. So maybe he's talked to Ayer, I don't know. But I think we all just know that, of course, Ayer wants to uh, have his cut released. But um but yeah that's what he had to say about that. That's what he had to say about the Air cut right there. And that just man, it's crazy. It's interesting. Release the Air Cut for fuck's sake. Jeez. But uh he has no idea what they what their plans are, what's gonna be happening with it. Who knows? Who knows? But yeah, it's all just been pretty crazy. Even if the numbers ever do come out, it wouldn't be shocked if uh it did way better internationally. Oh, yeah. I'm sure it did, too, Jose. I'm sure I'm sure when it comes to the Snyder Cut, it probably did better overseas than it did here. Just the way it is. I mean, that's why, you know, when it comes to the international box office, that's huge. This is why, sadly, that sometimes, like Dr. Strange, you know, when they have to change the ethnicity of a character to appease China. To appease China. So yeah, it does make sense. I mean, that's why that's why we're on our ninth Fast and Furious movie. I mean, it does gangbusters over there, big time. They love the cars, they love all that stuff, of course. But um, so yeah, I don't. That's why it's like, oh, you're gonna ever release the numbers? No. Why would they release the numbers? But um, yeah. But when it comes to the air cut, I mean, that just seems like a no-brainer. Again, I don't know how many times we have to discuss it. But it's just such a no-brainer. And the fact that, you know, Roven still is like, I don't know. I have not, no direct communication with Warner Brothers. I mean, when it comes to Charles Rovin, I mean, as far as I could tell, he's one of the good ones. He's one of the good ones. Okay? You almost wish that he took that spot that Mr. Hamada took. But I don't know. Um, I don't know. Like I said, I don't know the whole logistics of all that. Um, you know, there's people that are in the know when it comes to that. But. Yeah, sadly, he was just, you know, a producer, which I'm sure he was a good producer. I'm sure he was put uh, uh he backed up into a corner when it came to what all happened with Justice League. But yeah, at the same time, it's like, well, maybe, you know, I don't know what what more could he have done. But the fact that he's not in uh not in direct communication with Warner Brothers, that's just it's just just very strange, man. Very odd. Very odd indeed, but what can he do, guys? You know, it's fucking Warner Brothers. We all know what we want to say to them. Yeah, suck it, Warner Brothers. There you go. Suck it. it's pretty much it. Suck it, suck it, suck it, suck it, suck it, suck it, suck it. Suck it, suck it, suck it, suck it, suck suck it, suck it, suck it, suck it, suck it. Yeah. Joe said it best. Now let's talk about Quentin Tarantino. Again. Because this is going back to the real blend. And uh, these guys asking some stuff. I'm um, um, thank you. Oh man, when he was on Joe Rogan, when Quentin Tarantino was on Joe Rogan, and they started talking about comic book movies, man, I was like, oh, oh, Quentin, please talk about, please talk about DC, talk about Zach, Zack Snyder. Come on, and he didn't, sadly. And I, you know, and then of course it begged the question of has Quentin is Quentin Tarantino aware of Zack Snyder? I'm sure he is, of course, but is he aware of what happened? with the whole, you know, release Snyder cut in the past three and a half years. Is he very much aware of that? And uh, we got a little soundbite right here from that little uh, podcast, which lucky for them and good for the real blend guys we're talking to Quentin Tarantino making the rounds. So here's a little clip right here. And uh, well, let's say it's groovy. That's for sure. So this is what he had to say right here and this is a topic that's kind of near and dear to my heart and i would love to get your take on it because it was a pretty big um conversation that we had on the ribland podcast often is that you know, quite often you have you have total control over your films and, and the cut that's going to get released um, he always but there was a filmmaker zack snyder who had a, a movie called justice League, and it took his fans three years to fight to get his version of it restored um, what were you thinking when you heard that whole thing going on about a, a studio keeping that, that cut or, um, you know, preventing them from seeing it. And then the boon of streaming, you know, allowing something like that to even come out. I just wanted to hear your thoughts about that as it was going on. Well, I haven't, I haven't seen it cause I don't have HBO max, but that's something I'd like I'll to see. I'll give you my login. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, That's something I would like to see. I never saw the other, I never saw when it was at the theaters, but I'd be kind of curious to see if like his four hour, you know, uh, uh his original uh, uh vision on that um no i actually thought that was really groovy and i actually thought the fans groovy, were really groovy that the fact that they kept they kept persisting on it and and, and everything else. i think didn't he do something like that with also watchmen as well yeah it was a director's cut kind of watchmen but it wasn't like as fan driven as yeah this. yeah yeah this was yeah no this was like the fans demanded it kind of thing no i think that no i think that's i think that's really groovy i mean I've made it to practice that my director's, director's cut plays in three thousand cinemas team. on opening weekend. <laughs> <land. laughs> and this is a topic that's kind of near and dear to me. Oh, Quentin, silly goose, still using slang from the nineteen sixties and seventies. But yeah, apparently he thinks we're groovy guys. That makes it feel good. Makes it feel good. Quentin Tarantino thinks that we're uh, that Snyder's fans are groovy for uh, demanding the Snyder cut to be released. So. There you go. I mean, you got to love it, man. Groovy, baby. Groovy. I know. That's why I post, when I posted that on my Twitter, I was like, hmm, got to do the Bruce Campbell, uh, evil dead groovy. Um, but yeah, there you go. I I was like wondering, I'm like, has he seen it? Because, you know, obviously he loves to watch movies, movies, movies. And you know, when they, like I said on Joe Rogan, when he, when they briefly talked about, uh, comic book movies and how he was just kind of bored, he's bored with uh, Marvel now. And I'm going, Oh, what do you think about Zack Snyder's films? I, I would like to see. I, I wonder what he thinks about. If, has he seen Man of Steel? Has he seen Batman or Superman? I want to know that too. I mean, it sounds like he might, he he has. And I wish that those, uh, I wish the guys, if I ever talked to Quentin Tarantino, which, you know, who knows if that would ever happen, but if I ever were to talk to him, like, hey, man, have you seen Man of Steel, Batman or Superman? You know, kind of compare. Because obviously, like you said, he kind of, he's kind of gotten bored when it comes to uh, the MCU so but i just i just always wanted to know that and what does he think about zach as a filmmaker because you know i'm sure he respects the shit out of him and probably probably gonna think i mean the fact that he brought up watchmen leads me to believe that quentin tarantino probably a fan of that film i mean obviously that that's that was before the big superhero movie boom and that was you know that took it a whole in a whole different you know, a whole different direction when it came to, uh, what Marvel was ended up doing. You know, this was like, this was already going. It's almost like, again, Zach ahead of his time. He was already like, oh, I'm going to steer away from what this is. It's like, he saw it happening. Like, Oh, it's going to go that direction, which is fine. I'm going to go this direction. And then of course, applying that to Batman and Superman and all the stuff in DC. Yeah. But I just love the fact that, uh, you know, that he does want to see it. And he was aware of, of course, uh, the release of Snyder you know, the fandom and everything. And he calls us groovy, guys. I mean, hey, that's pretty cool. You know, to hear Quentin Tarantino refer to a fan base and say all that is groovy. And, uh, yeah, I hope he sees it. And, I I mean, I don't know forever. I mean, that's the thing. It's like he's making the rounds right now. So if he ever does watch it, and I love the fact that, I think it Sean or somebody said like, I'll give you my login because I want, I want that review. I want Quentin Tarantino's review. That's what he should start doing. Quentin Tarantino should just become a fucking critic. You know, why not? If he's like, you know, he's got one more film he's going to do, you know, and obviously he's going to be doing plays and stuff. Hey, start reviewing films too. I, lo- I would love to see Tarantino trash some films and then praise other films. But I would just really, really love to see or to hear what he has to say about Zack Snyder's Justice League. And uh, I kind of wonder, like, if, does has uh, Zack and him ever spoken to each other or anything like that? Maybe Zack, you know, Zack, I should like, you know, hey, why don't you uh, send over uh, a copy? I think he would like the Justice's Grey version. I think he would love... I think Quentin Tarantino would absolutely love to watch this big, epic Justice League movie with Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, all the all these characters in black and white. I think that just having it in black and white Quentin Tarantino would just probably think it probably already call it his favorite comic book movie just because it's in black and white, you know, because Tarantino, you know, he's an old school filmmaker. He likes, you know, these old movies and stuff like that. I'm sure he's seen seven, seven or, You know, he's seen it all. So I think what Zach should do is just send him a copy. As soon as he gets one, send him a copy of justice is gray over to Quentin Tarantino be Fantastic. And I would just love to know what he thinks of it too. So maybe one day guys, maybe one day, but groovy. All right. So there you go, guys. Uh, Let me uh, go through the Twitter questions right here. I know, uh, you know, the real, real anarchy, real You know, those guys, they're all, uh, they're uh, Garza and Everett's are gonna be starting pretty soon. So uh, let's go through these Twitter questions real quick. All right, send some questions. Appreciate you guys sticking with me. All right, here we go. All right, so here we go. Eric, hey Dave, speaking of Charles Rovin, with the uh, discovery merger leading t- to some folks getting the boot with a good shot, Emmerich's uh, time is over, would you wager Roven is staying on? Best case scenario, of course, is him getting Hamada's job, maybe Emmerich's, but yeah, I know. Like, like I said, it'd be great if he did, because he always seemed like he was an ally when it came to all this. He wasn't one of the douchebags. Edward. Hey, Dave. What are your thoughts on if Affleck did change his stuff for the Flash film where it sets up his movie series? That would be sweet. I would love that. I mean, word on the street. Word on the word on the uh, the digital streets here, guys. It's like, yeah, this whole thing that, oh, they're going to kill off Batfleck and he's going to be replaced. And like, no. Carrie. Dave. I have a confession to make. I've got another confession to make. Sorry, I just thought of uh, Foo Fighters when you said that, when you wrote that, when I read that. I'm still watching the Flash TV show, but it, but it's because I have a big crush on Daniel Ponabaker. So what show or movie do you like to watch when you know it's not good, but you watch because you have the hots for one of the actresses? Hmm, Birds of Prey. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding um kind of uh i don't know i'd have to think about that one carrie uh maybe ask me again if you're gonna join the patreon stream i'm trying to think like what movie you know just because i have a crush on you know an actress i don't know i'd have to think about that one. Oh yeah we got to go over uh i forgot we got to go over some of your uh your choices too so yeah we're gonna run over time here um uh, hey, Dave, I'm not sure if you've seen the new episode of Loki, but we uh, might see Kang in the last episode. I'm pretty sure we are. So do you think it's uh, another fake out like Manifesto or Manifesto Mephisto in uh, WandaVision? Or we truly think, oh, uh, yeah, I think it's going to be It sounds. I mean, they've already we've already kind of seen seen him. What the hell? <laughs> Lord of the Flies? <laughs> right. It's pretty much what's happening. Just a Wednesday. Cheers. Hey, cheers. Look at that. Oh, hazing Arizona. I wonder what that beer tastes like. That looks awesome. Hazing Arizona. I love that. Uh, any hope for DC fans? Always hope. Faith. Faith, Alfred. Faith. And then Cooper Knox, maybe it's pure coincidence, or most likely not, but the whole Bloodsport shooting Superman with a kryptonite bullet sounds very similar to the idea of Deadshot firing a kryptonite bullet at Superman from one of the uh, JL-2-3 whiteboards. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, he was incorporated on in those whiteboards. But I mean, it's in the source material though. Bloodsport, shooting, superman with kryptonite. You know, it is in the whiteboards and stuff. So, all right, let's go over some of uh some of your guys' uh, choices right here for uh the top four choices of um so my choices were Mary um uh, uh Miss Winstead right here, Mary Elizabeth Winstead to play the lead in Rebel Moon. Okay, then of course, I have Miss Salazar. You know, you we know, you know who this is uh, from uh, uh, Alita, Monica Salazar. Uh, I think she would be a kick ass choice. You know, she was awesome. She's been awesome in uh, other movies too, but I thought she was awesome, of course, in Alita. And then, of course, yeah, um, what's her name? Man, I'm totally drawing a blank on her real name, but Lily, of course, the coyote in, uh, in, uh, in Army of the Dead. But uh, come on, you guys can help me out. Did Emma Stone, eh, maybe. I know I said manifesto. Yeah, that's crazy. But um, yeah, so can uh, yeah, you guys will help me out with that. And then of course Samantha Wynn, she's actually my top choice. I think Sam Wynn is a you know is a pretty good choice for all that. Nora, there you go. Nora, what? What's her last name? What's her last name again? Hey, how about a Justice League movie by Quentin, Pulp Fiction style? Eh, not bad. Ah, uh, that's right. All right. So then, of course, we have... Oh, yeah. Nora Arn- Arn- Zeder. <laughs> yeah, see, I, I wouldn't be able to read her last name anyways. So we got logos that's choosing her, too. Ow! Okay, and we're choosing uh, Sucker Punch. So who are we choosing? Which one? Vanessa Hudgens? What? Jenna Malone or her? Yeah. Samantha Wynn agrees with that. And then Daisy Ridley. That'd be some shit. If Zach chose Daisy Ridley, that'd be some funny shit right there. All right. Then we got Nick Lander right here, wants to join the Suicide Squad. We got Matilda Lutz. We got Lindsay Morgan. Yeah. K- Kaya Skolio. Yeah. Natasha Lou Bordizzo. So interesting choices. I like her tattoo right there. That's pretty cool. I remember I wanted I wanted I wanted Lindsay Morgan as uh DCEU Batgirl. I thought she was a good choice for DCEU Batgirl. So some uh unique choices. I like it. And then right here we got uh we got Elizabeth Debicki, yeah. Uh Zendaya pass. I, I just I'm not a Zendaya fan. <laughs> just not. Leslie Grace and then true Oh yeah, of course uh, our uh fairy- Fiora. So yeah, good choices right there. But hey, I'm just I'm just not a big Zendaya fan. I mean, I know I don't know. I'm just not a big Zendaya fan. I think she's a little overrated, but you know, what can you do? Then we got Eric, uh, Anne Hathaway. <laughs> it's like, okay, I get it. Zach well, of course you chose Amy Adams. Um uh Emily uh Browning, yeah, and then of course Emma Watson. So yeah, you got a thing for redheads. <laughs> We get it. We get it. Eric, you got a thing for redheads. Um, we got Kyle, Olivia Cook, Samara Weaving, Tessa Thompson, and Haley Steinfeld. Yeah, Haley Steinfeld, good choice. Tessa Thompson, like it. Uh, Olivia Cook, it's different. And of course, yeah, Samara Weaving. Yeah, kind of dig it. Dig it, dig it. Uh, you know what? Uh, what's her name right here? Yeah, we've got Samantha Wynn. Um, but what's her name from uh, that's going to be Army of Thieves? Whoa. I actually considered her too, because I'm, I, but I haven't seen too many things with her, so I wasn't sure. But I know she's going to be an army of thieves, so I kind of thought, well, maybe. I'm not even sure who that is. <laughs> who is that? I'm not sure who that is. And then, uh, yeah, uh, Nepita, Lapita, she's a good choice too. You know, I mean, she didn't, she didn't get her due in the Star Wars, you know, new Star Wars trilogy, so why not bring her in here? Yeah. Lupita. I like Lupita. I like her a lot. So that's good choices, too. Good choices. We got uh, Gwendolyn right here. Um, not too sure who this is. <laughs> but again, I don't know like everybody who's on this, but then, uh, of course, we got... Is that ba- That's the girl? Is that the... No. I'm not sure who that is, too, but I know I recognize her face, but I'm not too sure who that is. But, of course, Sam Wynn and then Samara Weaving right there. But uh, good choices. And then we got... Mr. Claytalion, who's got Martha, Ms. Cohen. Uh, and then, yeah, Jamie Chung. Yeah, sh- I thought she'd be a good choice, too, to be honest. I think I said that yesterday when somebody asked. And then, of course, Vanessa Hudgens. And, uh, yeah, and then, of course, Nora again. Everybody wants Nora. She is so, ah, ha ah. And then Nicotina says Samantha Win. so. Is that how you say it? No. <clears throat> it's la lupita it's spanish yeah quite a, oh quite a loop from did i say lupita la uh lupe, lupe i don't know you know how bad i am with names guys you know how bad i am with names yeah that's what i said <laughs> you know me you guys know me you know i'm bad with names notice how dave didn't say whether any of my choices were good or not um I don't think Amy Adams was a, a good choice, to be honest. I think she would play more of a different kind of character. Um, uh, and then when it came to, um, and then when it came to, uh, uh, obviously, um, what's her name who Zach actually wants? Yeah. Yeah, I know. I don't, like I said, even though I'm uh, that, let's see, got all that, man, I'm getting a lot of notifications right now, but uh Anyways, guys, all right, I'm going to go ahead and, uh, I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up, but thank you guys for the submissions, uh, submissions for that. And, uh, Anne Hathaway, yeah, there, I know, drawing blanks with names right now. I know, Emma Watson, nah, I don't see Emma Watson either. I just don't see, I don't see a Jedi-like character with Emma Watson, to be honest. Yeah. Anyways, guys, Emily Browning, though, I could see that because obviously, you know, Sucker Punch, I can compare it to that, but. All right, guys. So uh, you members out there, uh, like I said, look look for um, look for the look for uh, the stream on your YouTube feed. So and if you guys want to become a member, hit that join button so you can join in and then you can pick my brain a little bit more. So uh, appreciate you guys doing all this. Make sure you hit that like thumbs up. Do all that and like I said, uh, it's Wednesday, which it doesn't feel like Wednesday. It definitely feels like Tuesday. But yeah, no show tomorrow. But of course, the vodka streams, like I said it's going to be interesting. going to be some streaming that's going to be happening all this weekend. So definitely going to be doing that. And uh, yeah. So, so yeah, you members make sure you uh, you check all that out. And then of course we'll just uh, say this again. Yeah. Second Warner brothers. It's right. Building a whole new universe on Netflix right there. Yeah. Just uh, it's going to be absolutely fantastic. Hard fact. All right, guys talk to you later.